Hey, and welcome back to another episode of First Bell, your source for all things Camp Coochie Chain. Remember to smash that subscribe button and stay tuned as we do all things Camp Cooch. Today, we're joining you from the Endeavor. Matt and I found ourselves on the Endeavor. We're in the middle of Rainy Lake. We're going towards Bloodvane Bay. We're gonna pick up Dirty Mike's trip. Yeah, we're going We're going to Bloodvane Bay. Absolutely a quick detour. We're supposed to be picking up Michael Esselman's trip from Raspberry Island, but apparently Roger Miller is hanging out in Bloodvane Bay. He finished his trip early, and we just wanna go say hi to him because we've got the Endeavor outfitted with all the podcasting equipment, and we think it'd be a great interview. Yeah, and this is so much fun. Like, I, Matt, I think that we should take the Endeavor out a lot more frequently. This is an amazing craft to get around the Green Lake. Yeah, I think the big thing is getting permission to drive it. Thankfully, I was given permission because I went through all the paperwork and all the in-depth tests, and it takes a you know a really brilliant mind to be able to figure that out. Since there's only the two of us and Pat is in the infirmary, we really are at a unique crossroad. Yeah, and you're, you're doing a great job. And Oh, look, at, is that? Hey, there's Roger. Oh, my God. Gosh, Roger, hey, dude, Roger! Hey, first bell will be back right after this short message. Camp Store! Boy, I sure do love fancy events. Yeah, me too. I sure love wearing fancy clothes. Yeah, that's a sweet Gucci tie you're wearing. What? Dude, this isn't a this isn't a Gucci tie. I got this tie from the camp store. Oh, duh. The camp store has the best ties in the game. Dude, yeah. You should log on to the camp store online. Oh, yeah, I totally should. Too bad I don't know the URL. Oh, that part's easy. It's www.coochieching.org slash store. Oh, right on. I'm going to buy a Gucci tie just like yours. Dude, it's not a Gucci tie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just can't tell because it's made from such fine quality ingredients. Oh, but actually, I guess I can tell because it has my favorite organization's logo on it. Yeah, dude, totally. Now stop talking and buy one. Camp Store. This is amazing to catch you in the middle of the trip. Totally unexpected. We're, go we're on the way to actually pick up Dirty Mike right now. Oh, Dirty Mike, yeah. It looks like you you've got a full trip here. Do you mind if we ask you a couple questions for the first Bell podcast? Yeah, that sounds great. All right, hey guys, why don't you guys pull over, just just get a little fire going, chill out, and uh, we'll get back to you in a sec. Raj, hop on the Endeavor, man. All right, hey, thanks. You got, uh, let me, yeah, let me get on. All right, here we go. A question I want to ask, because I view you as someone who's very much got tripping down. I've seen you, I've been, I've tripped alongside you, and you've very much got your trips buckled in. The kids always give wonderful feedback from being on your trips. I would like to know, what is one of the biggest obstacles you have faced as a trip head, and how did you overcome it? That's a really great question. I'm glad you asked that. For me, the biggest uh, struggle I had with, you know, stepping up to the role of trip head and becoming a trip leader is I would doubt myself a lot while out there. And, you know, especially at Camp Kuchiching, we have so many just what we would call legendary um, trippers, canoe, canoe guides, you know, these people who have been doing trips for you know, 40 years and, you know, someone like BJ who like essentially created the Bloodbane route, which I'm on right now. And, you know, someone, you know, like uh, Bugsy who has um, done more canoe trips than the majority of all the staff people, even all the staff people combined. And 
So, you know, I was kind of comparing myself to that and looking at these legendary figures, and because of that, I would start to fill myself with doubt and think, how can, how can I ever live up to that? But it was some, it was some advice I had heard uh, one preseason where it was like, you know, it's not about having the best trip that summer or that session. It's about, you know, continually working towards maybe in 10 years from now leading the best canoe trip ever. You know, it's, it's about, you know, thinking about how, what am I doing now that is right and what do I need to improve on for my next canoe trip? And that's why, you know, that's why I found that second session canoe trips always tend to be so special is because you're coming in warmed up and you, you know, you're really ready for that second session canoe trip. And, you know, that's why you're just going to have canoe, um, canoe trips are just going to be really good with the guides who have been there for a while or the, you know, camp counselors who've been there for a while. And then, you know, the new trip that they're always going to remember, you know, it's just, it's just about, you know, just continually improving and making sure it's good. Can you remember a piece of advice that was given to you uh, by by another trip head that you really took to heart and helped you on new trips? So this piece of advice was not given to me um, by a trip head. I can't remember where I heard it, but I think I did hear it at camp. But the piece of advice was that life is not about discovering who you are. Life is about determining who you are. And what that means is that, you know, it's about making decisions about, you know, who you want to be. And, you know, I think about that a lot out on canoe trips or on porridge trails, you know, breaking down into the small like porridge trail is, you know, it's about making those decisions that, yeah, I just got to the end of the porridge trail, but I want to go back because I want to help out the team. I don't want to go back physically. I'm exhausted right now. There's mosquitoes there. There's horse flies. I got stung by a hornet. I don't want to go back, but I'm determining um, that I need to go back because I need to help the team. And, so I think that was one of the biggest pieces of uh, advice that I've heard, and you know, it's a mantra I like to try and you know live my life by. Is that you know, life is about determining who you are, and you can really get, uh, you really think about it a lot out on the canoe trip. The last question that we want to ask you on the First Bell podcast is in line with our Law of the Woods of the Week segment. Mm. The Law of the Woods of the Week for this week is be joyful. So, Roger, what do, when I say be joyful, what does that mean to you? What it means to me is recognizing the moments that you are feeling joy. Because not every single day or not every single minute are you going to be feeling joy. Just plain and simple. That's, that's, it's a mood. It's, a, it's something that fluctuates. And so I think it's being able to recognize when you are feeling joy. And also, you know, recognizing that when you're not feeling joy at a particular moment, it'll come again. You know, it might not be tomorrow, it might not be for a few days, but it will come again. And, you know, just just kind of understanding how it ebbs and flows. And then also when you're in a moment of joy, really live in it and really sit back and bask in it. And, you know, just hold on to those moments, write them down, you know, look back on them later and, you know, seek the joy. That is so so lovely, Roger. Yeah. So lovely. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I can see through the window of the Endeavor. It looks like your kids are continuing to collect wood. That's probably the biggest pile of wood I've ever seen a Cooch Canoe Trip collect. I guess you've really got your. It's just tuna melts. We're just out of tuna melts right now. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, you, you got enough for you know another seven chips to go through. So uh, yeah, I'll probably I'll probably have to get back to them. I'll probably you know I'll probably tell them they can stop collecting wood at this point. All right, well, thanks again, Roger, for joining us on the First Bell Podcast, man. Hey, it's been great talking to you guys.
Hey folks, we're gonna take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. When it comes down to combat, you're gonna wanna equip yourself with the finest equipment. Because in the end, it all comes down to who's swinging the bigger stick. Don't bring a stick to a sword fight, bring a beaver tail bazooka. Beaver tail bazookas. See our ad in National Stupid Gun Wars Enthusiasts Magazine. And we're back. Back on the Endeavor. Me and Zach are uh, on our way to pick up Mike. We're about 30 seconds away from Raspberry Island. I think I can see him. Is that them? Dirty Mike! Dirty Mike! Hey, yo! Hello! Yeah, yeah! Ho. It is Mike. There he is. Do you mind if we ask you a couple questions for the First Bell podcast before you get the rest of the trip on the boat? Hey, guys, of course. Yeah, the trip's busy anyways. They're finishing up a game of Stupid Gun Wars. I mean, I got I got some time for you guys. Awesome. Well, here, just hop on. Uh, let, let us give you a hand, and then uh, let's get this interview started. Oh, yeah, I'm going to need a hand. This is a great boat, big boat. You are the layover day legend. I remember I got a chance to trip with you. You got to show me the ropes when I was a CIT, and... Your style of doing layover day trips just gets all the kids to have so much fun. Can you explain to us first, like, what is a layover day? A layover day is when you, you know, usually they're towards the end of the trip, last day of the trip, the way I always planned them out. But it's when you stay on the same island um, for consecutive days, which means you don't have to wake up early in the morning, pack up your, your tent, your gear, get, you know, an unload, go off to the next place. Layover day, you're staying put, and uh, you get to enjoy yourself uh, at that campsite for, for that full day, which can be quite fun. And what are some activities that you like to do uh, with the kids on layover days? Oh, you know, so layover days, they're, they're my favorite type of days, and the kids love them too. So number one, like I said, you don't have to wake up early. You can sleep in a little bit, and then you don't have to take down the tent. So that's, you know, the kids love that part. Some Most kids actually just, especially the preps, you know, they just want the layover day solely for that reason of not having to take down their tent. So, you know, you sleep in for a little bit. I usually, on the layover day, like at Raspberry here, what I did this morning, you know, I had the kids uh, make pancakes. You know, you got extra time in the morning. So I, I uh, you know, got the fire going and uh, let them make their own pancakes. So uh, getting them to spend some time doing some cooking, being in the kitchen, they enjoy it. I enjoy it. I get pancakes made for me. So it's, it's a good time all around. But uh after the food, there's a whole bunch of activities you can do. You know, the kids are playing Stupid Gun Wars right now, which is a quite a fun fun game to play. Uh, the beauty about Raspberry Island also is it's a big enough island where two trips can stay. So, you know, in my past trips, uh, I always stay on one side. Another trip stays on the other side of the island. You can meet up, play games with them. You can play made-up games you play capture the flag you can do little council games and do candy bars for rewards a lot of stuff mike for those who might not know what is what is stupid gun wars that is an excellent game i do not know who the creator of the game is unfortunately so i can't give them any credit but um basically you divide up into teams and you you find sticks uh, that look like guns and you know there's different types of guns some 
kids might find a little small stick that looks like a pistol. You know, I've uh, been on trips where most kids try and find like a massive stick and say it's a bazooka. But, you know, there's there's different uh, scoring rules for how the guns work. Also, a, a oh, fan yeah. favorite is also the grenade pine cone. So, um, but yeah. yeah, basically you go to war with your pretend stick guns, and it's, it's quite fun. Wow. I know you also are a great cook. Uh, you like to bake on these days. There's an Italian dish. I can't remember what it was, that, but you, you cook an amazing Italian dish. Do you remember what I'm talking about? I do, I do. So on the layover day, like you said, it's a you got extra time, so it's a great time for baking. And uh, get that reflector oven out, and, uh, you know, I enjoy making calzones. So you got a lot of – you need some time for the calzones. I've made a lot of different types. Today, uh, earlier, um, yes, last night with the kids, I uh, made a buffalo chicken calzone. It was excellent. Spent some time making the dough, kneading it on the Wanigan lid. Um, had the kids help me. Um, they were placing the chicken on there, dumping in the barbecue sauce, putting in a little seasoning. Um, and then, you know, you got time to let that sucker slow cook. It's going to be at the top of the reflector pan by the time you're ready to eat. And it's just going to be oozing out the beautiful barbecue sauces. And it's a it's a fun time uh, baking on the layover days. That sounds so good. And what is your favorite layover day spot? Where I'm at right now, Raspberry Island. Uh, another honorable mention would be uh, Surveyor's Island. It's a little spot uh, right after Kettle Falls on the Quetico trip. Well, Dirty Mike, the final thing we want to ask, we have a segment called Law of the Woods of the Week, and we just want to know what you feel about this Law of the Woods. For this week, it is Be Joyful. So when I say that to you, what does Be Joyful mean to you? That is a great one. You know, I'm glad you picked that one for my week on this podcast because being joyful, I try and uh, live every day and be joyful. Appreciate everything you've got going. Appreciate just, you know, being alive. Appreciate all the people you've got in your life. Uh, you know, try and make the most out of every moment, uh, especially when you're on a trip, you know. You get to see the beauty of nature and being around uh, your, your friends and, uh, you know, just everything you do in life, if you be joyful, you know, life's what you make it. Your attitude is what you set it to be. So always be joyful and you're going to live a good life. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and experiences on this podcast. Hey, uh, Zach, like if you don't mind, I would like to just say one final thing. I would like to leave you with a poem that my dear friend Axel Lloyd wrote for me uh, a few moons ago. But uh, I'd like to put this on on the uh, First Bell Podcast. O rack, my muse, I curl within your folds. At morning dew, as the dongs toll, I roll over for five minutes more. Mm, wow. I didn't know Axel wrote that one. He, he did. It was it was beautiful. You know, he, he saw that I had a true appreciation for uh, racking and he created that that beautiful poem for me. Mike, thank you so much again for, for coming onto the podcast. It looks like your kids are having so much fun out there. So uh, clearly a successful trip. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll go round them up. Time to hop on the boat and get back to camp. Well, folks, that's a wrap. We'll see you at the Welcome Beach for a 
cold wet hug and when we jump, jump, jump back in. Next time, right here at First Bell.